1: Russian forces have reportedly suffered heavy losses in its war on Ukraine. The Pentagon estimates one-fifth of Russian forces are either dead or injured. President Biden speaks with China's leader today over Ukraine as the U.S. is promising swift action if China helps Russia in its war on Ukraine. The World Health Organization is urging vigilance as a new COVID variant spreads while COVID testing and mandates ease. New York's governor is reportedly working on a package of bail reform laws. New York's Governor Hochul may face a gubernatorial challenge from the man she replaced, disgraced ex-governor Andrew Cuomo. Here's your top five at five. A new Pentagon estimate says Russia has suffered heavy losses in its war on Ukraine. One-fifth of Russian forces are estimated to be combat ineffective. At least 7,000 Russian soldiers have been killed and up to 21,000 wounded. British intelligence says the Russian advance has stalled on all fronts under heavy casualties. Here's Albanian ambassador to the UN, Ferit Hoxha. The
2: main news is that ukraine is holding on that ukraine is resisting that ukraine is winning and russia is deep in the mud on the ground morally legally and internationally
1: of major cities continued yesterday with kiev struck in the early hours and kharkiv bombed overnight president biden speaks with chinese leader xi jinping later today The U.S. is working to try and deter China from deeper involvement with Russia following its war on Ukraine. Beijing is posturing to show itself eager to help war-torn Ukraine without hurting its alignment with Moscow. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said that Biden will make clear that China will bear responsibility for any actions it takes to support Russia's aggression.
0: We believe China in particular has a responsibility to use its influence with President Putin and to defend the international rules and principles that it professes to support. Instead, it appears that China is moving in the opposite direction by refusing to condemn this aggression while seeking to portray itself as a neutral arbiter.
1: U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan delivered a similar message to Mr. Xi's top foreign affairs official during an intense day-long meeting in Rome on Monday. A warning from the World Health Organization this morning. COVID-19 cases around the world began to increase last week as the BA2 variant spreads. The WHO is urging nations to remain vigilant as testing rates drop and COVID-19 mandates are lifted. Lockdowns are already reported in Asia and parts of China. Here's White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. What we do know about the VA2 variant, which I think is important context for people, is that it's
2: circulated in the United States for some time. Uh, We've been watching it closely, of course. Uh, We currently have about 35,000 cases in this country. We expect some fluctuation, especially at this relatively low level, and certainly that to increase.
1: New infections jump by 8% globally compared to the previous week with 11 million new cases and just over 43,000 new deaths reported from March 7th to the 13th. It's the first rise since the end of January. The New York Post has learned that New York Governor Kathy Hochul is proposing sweeping public safety package changes. It would include changes to make more crimes eligible for bail in New York. The move follows weeks of criticism for saying she would not cave to pressure on the issue of bail reform. Here's Hochul uh, talking about bail reform back in January. And I've also said if reforms are needed based on data that is still being gathered, I'm willing to have those conversations. So I don't feel just because people, for political reasons like the individuals that you're quoting here today, want me to give an answer. That's not how I operate. I don't cave to pressure. I do what's right based on all the facts that come before me. The 10-point plan obtained by the New York Post includes giving judges more discretion to order bail and detain criminal defendants based on their criminal history, including repeat offenders. More gun crimes and crimes against subway riders and transit employees would also be subject to bail reform. Disgraced ex-governor Andrew Cuomo is toying with the idea of launching a run against his replacement, ex-lieutenant governor and now governor Kathy Hochul. Cuomo resigned last August. He denied the findings of a state attorney general report, which found he sexually harassed 11 women, including former staff. Here's Cuomo talking to reporters in the Bronx yesterday. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get it. I'm A recent poll from Emerson College and the Hill showed Cuomo was several points behind Hochul in a hypothetical matchup that prompted allies of the former governor to encourage him to try and run. Last week's survey showed Cuomo four percentage points behind Hochul among Democratic primary voters. Hochul's up for re-election in 2022 and is in a primary fight with Representative Tom Swazi, a Democrat out in New York, as well as New York City public advocate Jamani Williams. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. We'll see some fog this morning. Other than that, partly sunny skies gradually give way to sunshine with a high near 73. Some rain and fog overnight, a low of 50. And Saturday rain, possibly thunderstorms, a high 62 right now. 52 degrees, partly cloudy skies in Manhattan. I'm Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC early news. Progressive House Democrats like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and other members of the squad urging President Biden to sidestep Congress. The 98-member Progressive Caucus released a list of 55 demands Thursday. They're urging Biden to use his executive powers to authorize radical policies on issues like immigration, criminal justice, climate change, and student loan debt. Here's AOC back in 2020 talking about her concerns before that year's presidential election.
2: The scale and the feedback and the irreversible nature of climate change is something that I think we all need to really pay
1: a lot of close attention to. Um, And that's something that is really top of mind whenever I think about any election, uh, particularly one as decisive as a presidential election. Among the list of ideas banning new fossil fuel leases on federal territory as well as environmental justice communities, ending the Trump-era Remain in Mexico policy and the Title 42 coronavirus exclusions for illegal immigrants. Also, progressives want Biden to declare a national climate emergency and invoke the Defense Production Act to increase production of renewable energy. A proposal to make daylight saving time permanent is now in the hands of the U.S. House of Representatives after being passed in the U.S. Senate by unanimous consent on Tuesday. House members have voiced support. However, the legislation is on the back burner due to other pressing issues such as the war in Ukraine and inflation issues. Here's Florida Republican Senator Marco Rubio, who sponsored the bill. I know this is not the most important issue confronting America, but it's one of those issues where there's a lot of agreement. And
2: I think a lot of people wonder why it took so long to get here. The
1: uh, Rather, if approved, the changes would take effect in 2023. That would give industries such as airlines and places like mass transit time to adjust their schedules. The return to standard time will take effect for now on November 6th. A new poll is out on Florida's controversial Don't Say Gay bill. The bill would limit lessons on sexual orientation and gender identity after third grade to age appropriate discussions. It would also ban the teaching of such topics in K through third grade. A new Morning Consult political survey finds that just over half of voters support the bill. Even fewer respondents to the poll support allowing parents to sue school districts over alleged violations of sexual orientation and gender identity discussions in schools. 44% oppose the policy altogether. Here's Florida Governor Ron DeSantis.
2: The chance that I am going to back down from my commitment to students and back down from my commitment to parents' rights Simply because of fraudulent media narratives or pressure from woke corporations, the chances of that are zero.
1: The Florida state legislature has passed the bill. Governor DeSantis has voiced support, but has yet to to sign it into law. Well, facing a second recall election over his woke and soft on crime policies, embattled Los Angeles DA George Gaskin released a video this week advising residents how they can try and stop thieves from stealing their cars.
2: In Los Angeles County, we're seeing an noticeable increase in auto theft. My office is working with our law enforcement partners to hold accountable the people involved in these property crimes.
1: In 2021, over 24,000 vehicle thefts were reported in Los Angeles. That is the highest tally since 2010. It's a 13.7% increase from 2020. The House COVID-19 coordinator and his deputy are leaving the Biden administration. The departure of coordinator Jeff Zients and his deputy comes as the administration shifts from dealing with COVID-19 as a national emergency to an endemic view of a return to normalcy. Here's White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki.
2: We're having a public
1: health expert,
2: somebody who's as know, uh, as well known uh, as Dr. Zha is, is uh, effective in communicating with the country about how we're going to continue to approach uh, and tackle the pandemic.
1: Zinz and his deputy will be replaced by Dr. Ashish Jha, the dean of the Brown University School of Public Health. Russian forces struck a theater in the hard-hit southern Ukrainian city of Mariupol Thursday. Over 1,000 women and children had taken refuge there. Survivors emerged, but rescue efforts were hampered by ongoing Russian airstrikes. Here Secretary of State Antony Blinken speaking during a message to Ukrainians left outside the theater.
2: Yesterday,
0: Russian forces bombed a theater in Mariupol where hundreds of people had been taking shelter. The word children had been written in Russian in giant white letters on the pavement outside the building so that you could know from the air that there were children inside.
1: The Red Cross describes the attacks on Mariupol as apocalyptic. Rescue efforts have been hampered because the front of that building was destroyed by a bomb blast. Five people believed acting on behalf of the Chinese government secret police to stalk, spy and harass U.S. residents critical of Beijing are under arrest. Federal prosecutors in Brooklyn announced the arrest. The defendants were charged as part of the U.S. Justice Department's new strategy to counter nation-state threats. Here's FBI Director Christopher Wray.
0: Today's charges reflect yet another example of China's ongoing and widespread lawless behavior and our refusal to tolerate it. Simply put, it's outrageous that China thinks it can come to our shores, conduct illegal operations, and bend people here in the United States to their will.
1: Justice Department officials stress that prosecutors remain committed to cracking down on crimes such as espionage and cyber attacks. The five defendants are accused of aiding the Chinese government's efforts to harass, stalk, and surveil Chinese nationals living in Queens and elsewhere in the United States. 77 WABC Time Check, 5.15. Again, I'm Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. Justin Ellick has a look at sports.
2: Yes, I do, Deb, and I am Justin (laughs) Ellick. Oh, hey now. Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. Happy Friday. Just a single game in the way of local action last night as the Islanders and Rangers went head-to-head at the Garden, took a 1-1 tie into the third period until Kyle Palmieri took matters into his own hands and lit the lamp late to send the Islanders home happy.
0: So Zekius moves in, lost control, takes a hit, wires it around the boards, Heedle chips it out. 2.50 to go in the third period, tied 1-1, Pullock, blocked by Lindgren, Pullock again, destroyed, by Palmieri,
2: with a rolling, bouncing puck. Uh, the great Sam Rosen on the call. Excuse me, 2-1 to one is your final score from MSG as up next the Islanders are set to host the Dallas Stars tomorrow afternoon and the Rangers will be in Tampa Bay to face off with the Lightning a few hours later. Some hardwood action to look, to look forward to tonight as the Knicks and Nets are both set to tip off at 7.30pm Eastern. The Knicks get the Washington Wizards at home and the Nets will welcome in the Portland Trailblazers. Huge news out of the NFL yesterday as the Green Bay Packers shocked the world by trading superstar wideout Devontae Adams to the Las Vegas Raiders in exchange for a first in this year's draft, just days after Aaron Rodgers signed his blockbuster extension with Green Bay, his favorite target is now a Las Vegas Raider. A lot of madness ensue. The NCAA men's basketball tournament wasted no time in busting brackets nationwide as 15-seed St. Peter's takes down Goliath and 2-seed Kentucky by a score of 85-79. to Could this be the start of a new Cinderella story? We'll find out tomorrow night when St. Peter's tips it off with 7-seed Murray State at Gainbridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. Here with your early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC.
1: Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Some fog this morning, otherwise partly sunny, then gradually becoming sunny. The high, 73. Some rain and fog overnight. The low is 50. Tomorrow, Saturday, rain, possibly thunderstorms. The high near 62. Right now, 52 degrees partly cloudy skies in Manhattan. Let's head over to Frank Marano with your business report. I'm Frank Marano with your
0: business report. At the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial jumped 417 points. The S&P 500 rose by 53 points and the Nasdaq gained 178 points. That is the third day in a row where the markets were up. Freddie Mac says the average rate for a 30-year fixed mortgage topped 4% for the first time since May of 2019 at the beginning of the year. The average rate on America's most popular home loan was 3.2%. It hit a record low of 2.6% in January of 2021 and spent more than half the year under 3%. Moderna CEO Stephanie Bansell has sold $408 million in company stock since the start of the coronavirus pandemic, during which time the firm's share price soared more than 600%. While it developed and rolled out its vaccine, the Cambridge, Massachusetts based biotech firm developed the second most popular vaccine used to combat covid in the United States. The shot jointly developed by Pfizer and BioNTech is the most widely used vaccine in the United States. Apple Inc. is facing one of the biggest challenges yet to how it controls and profits from the App Store as Europe prepares to complete a new competition law in the coming weeks. The new EU legislation, which could be effectively completed as soon as this month, is set to direct Apple to allow software to be downloaded outside its cash-generating App Store and limit how companies impose their own payment system on apps according to people involved in the negotiations. Failure to comply would carry penalties of up to tens of billions of dollars. I'm Frank Morano with your business report on 77 WABC. I'll be back Sunday morning at 8 a.m. on the Cats Roundtable.
1: All right, thanks, Frank. And taking a look at your futures this morning, the Dow at 34,187, and that's down 184 points, S&P down 26. Also down, the Nasdaq down 91 points right now. Gold is down $9.40 an ounce at $1,933.80. Crude oil up 44 cents at $103.42 a barrel. The WABC Early News. All right, good morning and welcome or welcome back to the 77 WABC Early News. More for you on disgraced ex-governor Andrew Cuomo's public appearance yesterday during which he hinted at a possible run for governor. Cuomo blasted fellow members of the Democratic Party for their radical positions and charged they perpetuate cancel culture. He made the comments at a Bronx church where he spoke at the invitation of the controversial ex-councilman Ruben Diaz Sr.
2: I can look each of you in the eye and say
0: I did exactly what I said I was going to do. I fought for you
2: and I never played their political games and I delivered for you.
1: Cuomo also said he was open to creating his own a political party to run rather than attempting to secure the Democratic Party's nomination. The ex-governor blamed cancel culture for his decision to resign under threat of impeachment amid several scandals. The scandals included a report he sexually harassed 11 women, used government resources to write his $5 million pandemic book, and misled the public about nursing home deaths. Meanwhile, New York Governor Kathy Hochul signed three bills into law Wednesday to better address sexual harassment in the workplace. She took the opportunity to take a swipe at ex-Governor Cuomo, saying she cleaned house after taking over for him following his resignation. We created a human resources department, a real one. So actually, real complaints can be heard by real people who will take action. We actually have an outside law firm. ...available for people to complain to, so there's no sense that anybody within my administration can cover up or sweep something under the under the rug. One of the bills Hokel approved makes it a violation of the state human rights law to release personnel records as a way of retaliating or discounting the claims of victims of workplace discrimination. Cuomo's office had leaked the confidential personnel records of former staffer Lindsay Boylan in a bid to discredit her after she accused the ex-governor of sexually harassing her. The man accused of killing 35-year-old Christina Yuna Lee inside of her Chinatown apartment last month was indicted Wednesday on first-degree murder charges. Police say 25-year-old Asimad Nash walked into Lee's building, followed her up to the sixth floor, pushed his way into her apartment, and stabbed her fatally over 40 times. Here's an exchange between Nash and reporters following his arrest in February. Asimad, why did you kill Christina? Huh? Why did you kill her? I didn't kill nobody. You didn't kill her because she was Asian? I didn't kill nobody. Well, why, are you, why have you been arrested then? Nash has been charged with first-degree murder, first-degree burglary, and first-degree burglary as a sexually motivated felony. Anti-Asian incidents increased by 343 percent to 133 in 2021, compared with 30 incidents the previous year, according to the NYPD. The Sergeant's Benevolent Association, the police union that represents the NYPD, sued the union's former president, Ed Mullins, on Wednesday. Mullins is accused of embezzlement. In its filing in Manhattan Supreme Court, the union is seeking $1 million in addition to unspecified damages. Federal prosecutors charged Mullins last month for allegedly embezzling hundreds of thousands of dollars from the SBA by submitting fraudulent expense reports. Law enforcement raided his home and office back in October. He resigned shortly after and was arrested in February. Well, NYPD cops can now check a box to disclose their sexual orientation in their personnel records. This move appears to be a first for now for law enforcement nationwide. The initiative, first suggested by the NYPD's Gay Officers Action League, is expected to help the nation's largest police force more effectively recruit members of the LGBTQ community. Goals President NYPD Detective Brian Downey says it also sends a clear message. Officers count as much as any other demographic group. Tanya Meissenholder, the NYPD Deputy Commissioner for Equity and Inclusion, told the Daily News the initiative is voluntary and also confidential. Well, in Brooklyn, a new survey by the Chamber of Commerce shows that nearly 75 percent of small business sales are still down from pre-pandemic levels. The study shows that nearly 75 percent of Brooklyn businesses are still seeing lower sales than prior to the pandemic. Angela Terry, owner of Therapy Wine Bar, told ABC7 that it's been a struggle since reopening.
0: A lot of people wanted to book parties and have events, and then somebody in their party ended up um, being positive, so they had to cancel their event.
1: And under 70 percent have fewer customers. Less than half still have fewer employees than they had two years ago. Governor Kathy Hochul came to therapy back in early March to announce a proposal to have permanent to-go alcohol sales in restaurants. The policy could help boost revenue for businesses. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Some fog this morning. Partly sunny skies gradually give way to sunshine with a high near 73. Some rain and fog overnight with a low of 50. And tomorrow, look for rain and possibly thunderstorms. The high near 62. Right now, 52 degrees here in Manhattan. 77 WABC Time Check 529. The U.S. has agreed to pay the families that were impacted by the 2018 Parkland Mass School shooting $127.5 million. 16 of the 17 of the victims' families filed suit. The settlement comes years after attorneys first filed claims against the government alleging an FBI agent's negligence prior to the shooting. The shooting took place on February 14th, 2018, at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Nicholas Cruz opened fire, killing 17 people and wounding at least 17 more. 77 WABC time check 5:30. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC early news. We'll be back right after this.